Hello, welcome to episode of Ignorant Thinker, man. Uh, I want to get this podcast done right away because um, it seems like every time I do a podcast, like the way I do it off this Anchor app, someone calls you, automatically stops the podcast, and I don't know how to like, get it restarted again. So hopefully nobody call and mess up what I've got to say and shit. I'm going to do the topics today on probably two topics. First, I'm going to do... um. On my uh my pound for, for pound list. The reason I did the pound for pound list is because I, I get sick of people. I don't know if people get paid or anything. <laughs> for being on the pound for pound list, for why they take it so serious, the the boxers. But to me, it's like it's it's just an opinion, so they don't have it. But my thing is like like they say. Opinion is like an ass. Everybody got one, and everybody thinks their opinion is, is 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 the right opinion, which I do myself. And uh, I decided to do my own pound for pound list, and I'm gonna put mine out every time the Green Magazine puts one out, and I'm gonna show my differences and what they have, and my reasons why. I had two trolls comment on my list, mad about my list, which uh, I don't care. I don't. I don't debate with guys with, with one one follower and one post. But uh, the reason in, I put Earl Spence number one. The reason I put Earl Spence number one is because for one, he box. He doesn't duck no one, no one at all, and he he's undefeated. Doesn't duck. No one, he's undefeated and he's a belt away from unifying. He just has to fight Terrence Crawford. Number two, who I put? Let me let me, let me check to see who I put number two. One, one second. I put Jamal Charlo number two. Same thing. Jamal Charlo. He fights everyone. Wants to fight everyone. He's and the thing about him, he's more determined to unify than Euro Spence is. Jamal Charlo, the younger Charlo, the, the the smaller Charlo. I'm talking about, not the bigger one, because I was going to think about putting him on the list, but I don't think he fight. He fought enough big names in his division to be put on the list, even though he is undefeated. And his brother has a draw. The bigger one is undefeated, and the little one has a draw, which is is a, a cheating draw because he 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 won that fight against Tony Harrison. I watched that fight. So he's he's a, he's a product of being cheated. So he's really undefeated. But he, but you gotta go by the judges, I guess. So that's why I put J- 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 uh, J- the smaller Jamel Charlo uh, uh, number two, and uh, I believe there's no one in 154 that can beat him. So he's going to unify. Eventually, he's. I think he won better way. Uh, Deontay Wilder, uh, the most feared guy in boxing. Uh, you see, Fury for one is well documented. Well documented that he cheated. Well documented that he cheated. If you know boxing, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know boxing, it's a long. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. So I'm not going to get into it. But if you know boxing, you know that he cheated. Fury cheated that 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 fight, so that that even if he took an L, he's still the most feared man in boxing. 
and it's a it's a it's an asterisk on his loss because Fury cheated. So that's why I got Deontay Wilder number three. Number four, I got Canelo. Even though he pick and chooses now, because when he first came out, he's fighting anyone. He's fighting Floyd. He's fighting everybody. But now that he has a name, and ever since he got that three million dollar deal, he been he been cherry picking. It's it's the last two fights he fought besides the Jacobs one. He fought. And then he he lost one of them Triple G matches. He won one and he lost one. Then he he really lost to Laura too, but they gave him the one to Laura. He lost the one to Laura. And just like Jamar Chola got cheated, Laura got cheated because he Laura ever since I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Laura, if you watch boxing, you know what I'm talking about. But Laura beat beat Canelo. Two, Canelo is is dipping in. And dashing from 160 division to the 168 division, he, he's ducking uh, the bigger Charlo at 160. And he's ducking Caleb Plant. He's ducking uh, what's what's the name? What's the, what's the guy's name? I don't know. Benvenia, not a Mexican fighter. That's the, I believe is the best at 168. My opinion, him and Caleb Plant are the best at 168. That's the box. That's the fight I want to see. So uh, I think Canelo is, is is dipping and dodging them them two guys. So my thing is like you're not gonna be number one on my list if you if you if you ducking. If you're not gonna do, you're not gonna you're not anybody gonna look good against no names. You're not gonna make pound for pound on my list by by fighting no names and ducking. That's not happening. Errol Spence number one because he's not ducking no one. He's beating whoever they put in front of him. Jamal Charlo the same. That's why they're number one and two. Ron Tyler, the only reason he's number three because he he took eventually even though he got cheated, he took he took L. So, but if you want to flip flop Leonto Otto with Jamal Charlo, you can do that. But Leonto Otto number three, Canelo been cherry picking his last couple fights, so I'm I'm not I'm not picking Canelo number number four. I'm not I mean number one like everybody else. I think Canelo number three. I think gonna and then uh, Lomachenko, he's not going number one on my list. He only got 15 fights. Fucking Jerron Ennis got more fights than that. And he been fighting, he been pro less, less years. You only got 15 fights. 15 pro fights. I don't, this is, this is pro, this is not amateur. I understand you might be the best amateur of all time, but this is, this is pro. It's a lot of amateurs that was nice and amateurs and had a, not a, not a good so-so pro career. We're not going off amateur, we're going off pro. And everybody knows how, what ESPN is doing over there for his career. Even though he's a good fighter. But you're not making my number one list of at the only 15 fights. Come on, man. And, and it's not a lot. It's not a lot of big names on his. You got Gary Russell. He, Gary Russell. A lot of other guys. They their names, but they're not superstar names. So and then he has. A, he, I think he has a, a draw or a loss on there. So he's not. He's not going to my list at the at the on just 15 fights. I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm pro-black, but I'm, I'm a realist. And ESPN and, and uh, all them boxing is run by, for one, a lot of them is run by Mexicans. And ESPN is, is run by whites. So it's, it's a bias that's there, for one. It's like he got that franchise. If you know boxing, you know that franchise belt he got, it's bullshit. Because he's ducking Devin Haney. If you know boxing, you know he's ducking, and that's, he's one of many that's ducking Devin Haney. And I was gonna put Devin Haney on my list, but even though he's getting ducked, he hasn't fought anybody really. 
And that's not his fault because a lot of top names are ducking him. That's why Devin Haney didn't make my list. My top five list. But uh and then uh number five got Terrence Crawford. Even though he's he's uh he's uh undefeated, he's he's ducking too. Ter Keith Thurman called him out. He has excuse for that. Who who runs for Keith Thurman? Nobody. He's ducking Keith Thurman. He making every he says he wanna fight Errol Spence, but but do he really wanna fight Errol Spence? It doesn't seem like it. So Terrence Crawford, <coughs> that's why he's he's undefeated and he's a, a great boxer. But he, 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 he lately he's been doing the same thing Canelo been doing. He's he, he's he's ducking. So that's that's the reason for my list. And I, you can make your own list, but that's my list. I'll be I'll put my list out every three months, like the like Ring Magazine do. And uh, one thing I want to get on real quick is uh, is goat debate. Now listen to Dr. Umar Johnson. I don't know if anybody knows who Dr. Umar Johnson is. Uh, he's like he's he's for the thinking man you like him. For the political man you probably don't like him. But I I I, I he's he's a guy you should listen to, man. And I'm glad he's from Philadelphia. But he was saying something about you can't argue with people who's emotionally invested, and that's what I agree on. You can't argue with people if if if. You like LeBron more than you like MJ. You're emotionally invested, so I'm not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be. It's not gonna be a reasonable debate. If you like MJ, like a lot of the old timers, they like to stay stuck in their ways, and they think their time is. You know how they always say, "Back in my day," like they always try to make their day better than what's going on now. So they they're stuck in their ways, and they think nobody's ever going to be better than MJ. And they wish they may, wish they may not. But you can't be stuck in your ways. It's like they say the old timers say Joe Montana never gonna get passed, but Brady got six. Like I said, they they're stuck in their ways. They're emotionally invested. So my thing is like a lot of people gonna say MJ LeBron James is better than MJ right now because for one, it's fresh. It just happened. So they are gonna say, oh LeBron James, he, he's he, he's the best now because he won because they emotionally invested. So if MJ won a ring next year. This is hypothetical because MJ not playing no more. But if MJ would have won the ring next year, they're gonna say, "Oh, MJ the best," because it's fresh and they emotionally invested. So you you can't make your opinion or have a debate with someone who's emotionally invested in someone. Like Skip Bayless, he's emotionally invested to hate on LeBron. He emotionally invested, so you can't expect a real realist opinion from him. It means like me, I like. LeBron better off the court, but I like way I like LeBron way better off the court than I like MJ, and that got nothing to do with the fucking that Last Dance documentary. But on the court, I like Michael better, and that, not I like the way he play. Like they say, his first competitors, competitor, and I like um his game is I like the way he played. His game is better and shit to me, but all around. Like I said, and then again, like I only got to watch Michael for like three years. I started watching boxing. I mean, ball. I started watching like ball for real, for real. Probably for, in the two thousand. Probably for real. I like I watch games here and there. For like my older guys in my family watching it. I, I, I watch games here and there and shit like that. But I wasn't like a, a ball fanatic like I am now. So I can't really grade anything because I'm just watching highlights and shit. So. I really can't speak on my opinion on it, 
But Le- LeBron would have been my GOAT if he didn't do what he did. To me, he got two championships. Like, he got four, but he got two that that, that, that I, like, he, he earned them, Jones. He earned them. Like, the one where he was down 3-1 and one and came back, he earned that, Jones. That's the one I respect. They came back 3-1 against the, the, the Warriors team that go down to one of the top 10 teams of all time. And he came back 3-1. And the one that he just won just now. Like, like and the, my, the thing, that what I always say against LeBron, is I hate it when he, that's what fucked up. Because he used to be a player I admire until he did that shit where he always, like, when he went to Miami, cool. Like, this first time leaving, he bringing his friends with him, Cool. But when he went back to Cleveland and he said he's not going back unless he get Kevin Love, it's like, damn, dog, you trying to create a super team wherever you go now. Or you already had Kyrie. And this, this is before the super stand. Like, everybody know the Celtics started it. But everybody else was on a bandwagon until LeBron started doing it back and forth, back and forth. Like, LeBron did it with Chris Bosh and D-Wade. Cool. Like, they're your homeboys. But then when he went back, back to L.A., I mean, back to Cleveland, and he wanted to get Kevin Love, like, I'm not going back unless I get Kevin Love. I'm like, damn, you're doing too much now, man. But now, even though he tried to get Kawhi, now he couldn't get it. So now it was only two. He only has two superstars, and he had a lot of role, inconsistent role men, role players. So this one I respect too, because he only had he only had one ring. He only had one back, one Robin. It's like Michael only had one Robin. Uh, Scottie Pippen, uh, LeBron only had one Robin this time. So I respect this one because he ain't had three superstars. They had no super team this time. So I respect this one a lot. So we'll see if he catch Jordan. I don't think he's gonna catch him because some guy on ESPN talk about he gonna they gonna win another one next year. I don't know, man. If KD come back like KD, that's 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 got nothing but role players on their team. But they everybody they, the Nets made the playoffs this year without Kyrie and KD. So put Kyrie and KD on the Nets now. Like, they got they got the, the, the best role players. Cause nobody really has to play on the ball on that team. Spencer D. Whittle, like he dribbles, like he has the ball in his hands a lot, but he he can play without the ball. The ball, uh, I forgot his fucking name. If you watch ball, you know what I'm talking about. Cause he he tore it up this year in the in the bubble. He had a couple good games. They get the uh, drop blades a run for their money. I think it was the last game of the season. One game. I forgot his name. But if you watch ball, you know what I'm talking about. I think it's number 22, I think. But they got a lot of good role play- That's That's what's going to kill the Lakers next year. Like, like, like KD and, Ky- and Kyrie was out. The fucking Clippers, they did a... I don't know what the fuck happened over there. That's why I didn't want... I didn't, that's not a whole other situation. I ain't going to get into it. But I don't think the Lakers doing it next year, man. Like, you, you can't... Especially with the Nets, the Nets, they're well. They're, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but they're they're equipped for the, the Lakers. KD's, I don't think he's gonna stop them, but KD is tall enough. They ain't gonna be able to pull that bully ball on the Nets. They got the ball, uh, ball the throw. That's on that team. That's on the Nets. He known for blocking shots. They got DeAndre Jordan. He known for blocking shots, and they got KD who like six eleven. So they ain't gonna be able to pull that bully ball with with, with, with the Nets. They gonna be, they play that bully ball. Only got niggas with long arms. They got long. Everybody in the team with long arms and they and and tall. They don't got they don't got no short guys like the, like the Heat. That like because the, 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 they, they bully they, they bully the Heat. That's the reason they won. Because in my opinion, the Heat got a better team. 
The Lakers get to got the better superstar, but the, the Heat got the better team. And and in this case, the superstars outplay the, the team. The Lake, the, the Heat, wait, got the, the got the better team, man. But um, yeah, I don't, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for the, the Lakers one. If they, the Lakers one next year, the Brian, that's another that's three right there, three retract, respectable champs. Because the Nets is gonna be tough next year, man. And if the Heat get a big man, they're gonna be tough. So and then the Warriors coming back, they're gonna be tough. If the Clippers get a big man, they're gonna be tough. So the, if the Clippers win, if the Lakers win next year, that's gonna be another respectable draw. But this is probably the longest join I did. That's all I want to say. I'm glad I got through with it. Nobody interrupted me with a call, and uh, I'll be back again. I'm, I'm working on some stuff. I don't know when it's gonna be out because like life hits you. So whenever I can get it done, I will get it done. But I'm working on a couple things. I'm not gonna speak on it. Like they say. Make, make your moves private. So I'm, I'm working on a couple of things. And, uh, uh, when it's here, y'all see it. But um, y'all even know my slogan, get the word out. Nobody steal my shit. Hello, uh, welcome to episode of Ignorant Thinker. I haven't did one in a while, a little podcast. But I wanted to do one on uh, NBA free agency is coming up. And a lot of talk is going on with the Houston Rockets. A whole bunch. They're, le- <gasps> they're, leading, they're leading the talk. So, basically, on the top of the talk is Westbrook and Harden. Harden wants to stay, as they say, but every every source is saying Westbrook wants out. So, watching first take, they're trying to figure out who should go or who you'd rather have. And then they brought the Sixers, my team, right? So, me... I don't want Westbrook, and I don't want Harden either, to be honest. Because Westbrook, <coughs> they're both they're both guns. But to be honest, let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. This is the reason why Harden will work. Philly on the Philly side, I want Simmons. I don't want Embiid. I'll, I'll take him if you want to be here, but I'd rather get rid of Embiid than Simmons. I don't give a fuck how talented you are. If you're not using your talent, we don't need you. Everybody know the quote: "Hard work, work, hard work, works better than talent when talent don't work hard." And when Ben Simmons play, he never, he never, you never see him out there lagging, or you always see him putting his best effort out there. Ben Simmons, I mean, Joel Embiid doesn't play hard every game. Even Shaq and Charles Barkley said it. So if you don't want to play hard every game, and then. You never hear about Ben Simmons saying he want to leave. You never hear little... A lot of rumors is true. A lot of rumors is not. But you never hear a rumor saying Ben Simmons don't want to be here. And there's a truth to every rumor. I heard many rumors where they said Embiid wants to go back with Butler and uh, in the heat, with the Heat. So, I'd rather get rid of... I'd rather get rid of Embiid. Get rid of him. And then they always say... Put... Put it where uh, the, the how the Greek feet has it in Milwaukee. Put it where Ben Simmons has all shooters around him. Harden is a shooter, and then Ben Simmons don't need the ball in his hands to be productive. So what you could do is sometimes, majority of the time it's gonna be in Harden's hands, but sometimes in game instances, have the ball in Simmons' hands. Have Simmons take over and have Harden spot up. 
have uh we don't got really that's a heart we gotta get some more shooters but have heart and spot up and have everybody else do their own thing then you don't have and be in the lane not helping us create space that's how we can work and then you can play with Harden has the ball and then because Simmons don't really need the ball in his hands to be productive Simmons is productive without the ball so that's the way we can make work with Harden over here but if we bring Westbrook over here we might not have to give up so much we can give up probably Tobias Harris probably Olford and probably a first round pick and then we have Westbrook Simmons and Embiid that's a killer squad right there and then what we can do is, like I said, Simmons don't need the ball in his hands. Westbrook proves that he can play with a, with a center. He creates... Okay, put it this way. If, if Westbrook created, let's see, probably like three, four alley hoops a, a game to Stephen Adams. So give Embiid four alley hoops a game plus Embiid production without somebody creating for him. Embiid's going to be happy. And that's that's free points right there. And then you get points from Westbrook. He, nobody, like I said, nobody can guard Westbrook one on one. And then Westbrook likes playing, even though he's not a good good shooter. He don't like clogging the lane. So you don't have to worry about Westbrook clogging the lane. And then Westbrook plays defense also. So you got two perimeter guys that play defense. So we could be a top defensive team. And B is probably one of the best center in defense in the league. And the Sixers is already good at defense as it is. And then we got Josh Richardson. He's good at playing D. So he could put Simmons at the small four and put Josh Richardson and uh Westbrook at the at the at the at the top. So we got two top we got two good defenders at the top. We got Simmons at the small four that can play guys like uh LeBron James and um, Kawhi Leonard. When they come, because Simmons don't mind playing defense, and he's not gonna waste his time, his, his energy playing defense or offense, because he don't really, he's not really offensive player. He's a facilitator, so he won't, he won't waste energy playing defense. So we can, we can slow. We you can't stop LeBron, you can't stop Kawhi, but you can slow him down. And if you seen when they played each other, Ben Simmons plays Kawhi real good, and he's just as strong and just as tall as LeBron. So LeBron's not gonna baby him. Like he baby everybody else. Like he babied the heat. He was doing whatever he want in the lane. So that's it works both ways in the Sixers. Like if you get Westbrook, we keep more. If you get with a uh heart, if you get with a if you if you if we get Westbrook, we get to keep more. But if we get if we get hard, we, we get we, we lose more. So that's that's what I'm seeing is that I rather I either way it works good in the Sixers hands, but I want to I I would like more to keep more, even though I haven't been feeling in B lately. I would like to keep more. I would rather have if it works in my Sixers favor. I would rather get Westbrook and have Harden stay where he at. Even though Harden's a better player, don't mess up what we got going on because well they their situation messed up. Get rid of our first round pick. Get rid of Tobias Harris because he's been he been underperforming since he's been here. And get rid of Al Horford. And then we got a little uh we got a little big three right there. And B Westbrook and um Simmons. So I, I think that would be enough. A first round, 
Tobias and Harford. A first round Tobias should be should be enough, to be honest. And to be honest, we might not have to give up a first round. We could give a second round up for Westbrook. Cause Westbrook is on a basically he's not there yet, but he's on a downturn of his career. So it's okay, cause Westbrook just turned thirty-two, so that's that's that, that's my thoughts on it. I don't know. Everybody got their own thoughts and, and stuff like that. But that's my thoughts on how it could go. But I don't want to get the farm to help Houston situation. I don't go with the farm. But that's that's my thoughts. Hopefully, y'all continue following my podcast. And y'all already know what it is. Nobody stole my slogan. Get the word out.